Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's continue our conversation on this NHL issue. Uh, as you all know, the NHL announced that they're axing their theme nights during war warm-ups, uh, and that um, uh, a lot of that had to do uh, with the pride jerseys that some players refused to wear. Uh, some have cited, uh, you know, personal decision. Others decided uh, based on uh, their religion. I think the couple of players of Russian heritage who said uh, this is considered illegal back in the old country and they do travel back there and for their own uh, safety, they decided not to wear them. But many have said it's, it's, a, it's a moment that the NHL um, lost in the sense that, you know, there's a lot of people in these communities that they um, that they have their teams, and you want to reflect that community, uh, whether it be LGBTQ+, whether it be South Asian, Chinese, Canadian, Indigenous, um, military families. And so you have this sort of uh, widespread ban now based on a few players, and some have said, hey, that's a great idea. Let's keep focusing on hockey, the game, rather than uh, other issues and keep the culture wars outside of these uh, of the arena. Joining me now is our contributor, Jeremy Judson. Uh, your thoughts on this? Um, you know, we got lots of calls on our buzz line. A lot of folks say this is a great decision by the NHL. Gary Bettman has led the way with the NHL Board of Governors. What do you think? I think that uh, it's... It, it's a practice jersey and it was it's it's a virtual it's virtue signaling when you can't really even see it on tv it is not being broadcast televised i guess the people in the arenas uh do get to see then these these folks in their in their cause-based jerseys and it's you know they had to say cause-based jerseys because they can't say it was the pride jerseys what did it actually because you didn't see this kind of pushback at all about any other cause-based jerseys and so they had to take a step back and say no cause-based jerseys because we don't want to be homophobic that would be brutal but it's 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 just it's very thinly veiled they had to sort of cow to that sort of sentiment which is uh I don't know. I don't know. As as like a as a person who identifies as queer, it's not it doesn't really matter to me that the hockey player um, wears the rainbow jersey in the practice. It is like Rob Fay had really good things to say about it. And maybe it does resonate with people that are more involved in sports and then they see that person and they mm-hmm. feel represented. And that's great. But for, you know, myself, it's I don't care. I, I think that there needs to be a culture shift maybe in the league. I think maybe how we um, how like the coaches talk to the little Timbits and all that good stuff. I mm-hmm. think that we need to, you know, make it more inclusive at the ground level and then when these hockey players grow up then there's just going to be a sense of inclusion and, and an atmosphere of inclusion and then I think that's the change that needs to happen. I mean at its core what I'm hearing and correct me if I'm wrong here you think it's a silly decision it doesn't change your world though mm-hmm. right? It, yes exactly. At the, at the end of it. Um, you also have these individuals protesting at the overpass there on the mm-hmm. North Shore. Um, there has been a broad conversation about grooming and and a pushback uh, on trans community, LGBTQ+. Your thoughts on that? I mean, you, you see this, you see people protesting. I mean, it's much more vocal, much more um, in your face now than it was five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Not that saying there wasn't opposition, there was. 
Um, what do you think is driving this in your mind? Like, here's, when you see this stuff, what goes to your mind? Oh God, it, it, I can't, I cannot, I cannot put myself in the shoes of these people. I think that, I mean, obviously I do not think that it is grooming. I think they have, for people that are against the sexualization of children, and that's what they think that they're sort of rallying against, they mm-hmm. spend a whole lot of time talking about and thinking about and tweeting about, uh, children's genitals. Like they really don't want these all gender washrooms in schools and and they want to check and verify the cisgenderness of children. Mm-hmm. It's a weird preoccupation for me. I think that it's just, it's, it's, it's too much. And I think it's because of um, the way that people consume their online media. I think that, uh, especially during the pandemic, people didn't have a whole lot to do. A lot of people were inside more and, 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 you know, listening to not good things on the algorithm and engaging with that without having the media literacy. Do you feel safe? Just generally yeah. out of the street. I, I don't look that visibly queer compared to some people. So if I, I feel safe, yes, I don't think I would feel safe if I was a transgender woman. I would not feel safe if I was a trans woman out on the streets with this sort of sentiment. I mean, when I watch this and this is, you know, as a heterosexual male, I said I, I, it would make me angry mm-hmm. um, because at its core, you're not viewed as a member of the community you're mm-hmm. viewed as somebody who should be we should all be scared of yes that you're so different sure yeah that you should be over there yeah like it was in the past yeah and you know uh these pronouns make me uncomfortable and look i i screw up pronouns still oh, right? who doesn't who doesn't as long as you can have that honest conversation but maybe that's part of the problem is we're not at that point where we're having an honest conversation say look this pronoun thing really I screw up and I'm not sure why you need it and all that kind of stuff. So let's have that conversation. But maybe it is just society changing so quickly that we are still having difficulty accepting some of this. Yeah, I think so. And I think that people get scared of things that they don't understand and people get uh, that that's the, the human reaction is to just sort of hate it. And then you yeah. like to get angry yeah. or yeah, to feel threatened by this other thing. But it's like when there's so much ire on, on, on all sides. And sometimes, I mean, psh, I don't particularly love these folks on the overpass and I don't know that I can have a civil conversation with them if they tried to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, I think with like the, the quiet majority, I think there's, there's a lot of, a lot of room to like build bridges and have just honest conversation. Does not also, if you mess up somebody's pronouns, just, you can just correct yourself and move on. It is all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you know what? I want to continue this conversation on Monday because I do believe even those those who are protesting, you do want to listen to them and you want to hear them out. And so uh, let's continue this conversation on Monday. Absolutely. I'd love to. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. That's our Jeremy Judson, our show contributor. And we were talking a little bit about the NHL deciding to act theme nights uh, during warm-ups.